This is Eve Sober, and welcome to Congress on Demand, the podcast. My guest today is Carlton Benjamin from Brooklyn, New York. Hi, Carlton. Hi. Good to have you here. Thank you for being here. I'd like to ask people, before we get started, to tell us a little bit about their current relationship to Congress. Um, how close or far away you feel from your Congress members or from the Capitol itself and everything that happens in it? Well, I would say well, between one and ten, uh, maybe four. Okay. I haven't really been, um, I guess, focused on my congressmen or, I guess, Congress in general. Recently, I guess, got into it more since uh, we had Trump. That's when my interest in it, uh, I was intrigued more. I, I, I want to see their actions, what, what they were doing. I wanted to be informed, basically. And did you feel you had a way to access that information and become informed? Um, just, I mean, basically just by the news, well, that, that was my only source. And so your exposure to Congress or any experience with Congress or Congress members comes through your news mostly, huh? Correct, yes. And how much news are you able to consume and where does your news come from? Well, it comes from from at home and when I'm looking at the TV or let's say I'm at a doctor's office, you know, they they have it on the channel that's showing the news. Um, That's what it basically comes from. Sometimes you would see something like when I go on Google or something like that, you would see like a headline story uh, generated from the from Google, from the news. Right, news kind of comes at us kind of everywhere we go a little right, bit. Right, what's going on at the time, it'll come up. And you are a busy and hardworking man, isn't that right? Correct, yes. Tell us a little bit about what your life is and how much room there is for news or <laughs> Congress. Oh, wow. uh, as, as much as I can, I guess when I put the kids to bed or when I'm out working, um, father of five, um, my wife as well have. Um, in the morning time, I head out early, let's say about four in the morning, um, and I start my work uh, at the taxi. And throughout the day, I'm in my vehicle, so I deal with passengers. News sometimes come in over the radio as well. As far as looking at the news, that's when I come home at night. As I said, once I get the kids to bed, relax, um, then I'll probably take a look at like an hour news or so before I, I get into my regular like sitcom shows, you know. Have you ever written to a Congress member or actually witnessed them in performance on the job? No, um, no, I haven't. So we're going to take a look at this new platform, Congress on Demand, and you can go to it now, congressondemand.us. And what you'll see there is just to prove this concept and hopefully build the platform to cover every Congress member, uh, we covered the seven Congress members that were running for president in 2020. So you see those seven Congress members listed there. Can you pick one of them that you'd like to see a video performance of? I will actually pick Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, okay. You can see that there are two choices that you have. You can either pick a floor or a committee appearance. Which one would you like to select from? I'll pick a committee appearance. Okay, so selecting from the committee appearances. You can scroll through. There's quite a few. Uh, customs and borders. What's the date on that one? Uh, 6 25 
This video is from the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee. Also in this video is Mark Morgan, who is the Acting Commissioner for the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. The subject is Customs and Border Protection, CBP Oversight. This video is 9 minutes and 44 seconds. Senator Harris. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, Commissioner Morgan, for the past several weeks, as you know, people from all walks of life have been um, demonstrating in, in all the 50 states, um, and they're protesting the unlawful killing of, in particular, black men and women by police. According to a government document um, obtained by Yahoo News, at least 400 CBP personnel have been deployed to some of these marches. I sent you a letter on June 5th asking, and it was joined by my colleagues, asking you uh, a number of questions that included what identification and equipment your personnel are carrying, what forms of force are they authorized to use, and what surveillance are you conducting during these deployments. I have not received a response. Can you give me today a date that I can expect to get that response? I'll give it to staff, ma'am, and we'll get that to you as fast as we can. By the end of next week, please. Uh, we'll do our best to do that. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. And given your mission to focus on our borders, why are you deploying your folks to these protests? Because we were asked. By whom? By a, a few uh, different individuals. And it's not just that we deployed resources to the na National Capital Region. We also deployed resources all over this country. I'm glad you brought that up. Which states did you deploy them to? Um, I, I have that information. I can provide that to you. It, it's, I think it was 11 or 12 states okay. that we uh, deployed. And we got those requests from a variety of individuals. We, we got some of those requests from other federal agencies. We also received those requests directly from state and local uh, police departments that re specifically requested a certain type of assistance. Great. So I look forward to the follow-up. And if you could include, just as you've mentioned, um, not only where you've deployed, but also the requester. Yes, ma'am. We have all that information. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, as you know, U.S. Customs and Border Protection is the lar largest federal law enforcement agency in the country and has, a, unfortunately, a documented history of abuse and misconduct allegations. And um, there's a 2014 analysis that I'm familiar with by the American Immigration Council um, of 809 complaints of abuses by Border Patrol agencies from 2009 through 2020. 12, which found that in 97% of the cases in which an outcome was reported, no action was taken against the officer. The complaints included hitting someone's head against a rock, stomping on someone's back, touching women inappropriately, kicking and kicking a pregnant woman, causing her to miscarry. In a 2017 report, on 2,178 complaints from 2012 to 2015, the percentage of cases with reported outcomes where no action was taken against the officer was 96%. So obviously the, the people in the streets are marching um, because of their concern about uh, those cases where law enforcement um, has abused its power and exercised excessive forces. Excessive force. How are you dealing with these cases in your agency? Because obviously these numbers are troubling when in the high 90% range, there's no action taken on these complaints. Do you believe that that number reflects the actual behaviors 
that have been reported, or do you and are you confident that you've conducted the investigations accurately and adequately? So I'm not sure what what, what you're implying by by that totally, but to, to to answer that question is yes, I have confidence in the system. I think we have a, a robust process. So that, let me just so I can clarify of misconduct that it is fully investigated. So let me I'll clarify. So where there were 809 complaints, there was um, no action taken in 97% of the cases. So you're confident that only 3% of those cases were actionable? I'm confident, man, that we, we, like you said, we're the largest law enforcement organization. I 61,000. And now a single allegation of misconduct is important. But if you look at that numbers and put a perspective, that number is actually very low for a workforce of 61,000. And what I will say is, is that I am confident in this system. Is it a perfect system? I would never say that, but I'm confident in the system that we have a cadre of individuals within our own agency as well as outside agencies. These allegations of misconduct are routinely reviewed from the local district attorney's office, as you well know, to the to the Department of Justice Civil Rights Division, as well as our own internal uh, mechanism as well. What is so your I'm internal in that system? What is your internal mechanism? Is there a, a, a division within your agency? Yes, ma'am. What is the name of that division? Office of Professional Responsibility. Back then, it would have been called internal affairs. So we have hundreds and hundreds of special agents that are dedicated. Their whole job, 24-7, is to do nothing but investigate allegations of misconduct. And do you report these investigations and outcomes in a public report? We put out a, a report every year. Yes, ma'am. And that report, what is the name of that report? Yeah, I, I don't know the, the, the title of the report off, off the top of my head. So you produced one last year as well? Um, the, the last one that I've seen is 2018, and they're working on 2019s. Okay, when do you expect that to be complete? I don't have that information, but I get that to you. Okay, and how are you ensuring then that your personnel who um, are now being deployed to these demonstrations are complying with um, your your rules and, and your ethical rules as well? So, one, they're trained, uh, and so, so they, they fully understand what their use of force uh, uh, guidelines are. We have an appropriate leadership and supervision that is there also. And then we, uh, like we always do when there's a special deployment, we, we have briefings and, and the totality of the circumstances are explained to them what their mission is and what the expectations are. And so do you have in um, written documents an outline of what are your stages of discipline for specific types of behavior of your agents when they break the rules or break the law? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's uh, well documented and pretty extensive. Can you provide our committee with that, please? Of course. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you. And since um, March 20th of this year, there was a policy that your agency has implemented that turns away people who come to our border without fully letting them make their case for why they are in danger in their home countries and deserve refuge in the United States. Um, by many accounts, this policy denies these folks due process and access to our asylum protections. Since implementation of this policy, I understand you've turned away 43,000 people, and reportedly at least 2,175 of them are unaccompanied children. Uh, Ma'am, what, what policy are you referring to? Uh, the policy that you initiated on March 20th. Oh, um, CDC order. 2020, yes. So that was actually not, not a DHS or CBP policy. That was actually a CDC uh, directive and order under under Title 42. Which you implemented. Which yeah, you implemented. Us to implement right, that's what I said. The health of the country. Yes, ma'am. Right, you implemented it. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So 
public leading um, public health experts have said that this policy, quote, fails to protect public health and, quote, disregards alternative measures that could protect public health while preserving access to asylum and other protection. Um, Mr. Chairman, I'm going to ask unanimous consent to submit a package of letters um, from these organizations into the record. No objection. Thank you. So, um, Commissioner Morgan, I understand today you testified that you have expelled about 2,000 unaccompanied children. Is that right? We have removed uh, approximately 2,000 children under the CDC Title 42 order in, uh, to ensure the public health and reduce the introduction of COVID-19 in this country. Yes. And have any of those children suffered violence, trafficking, assault, or any other harm after you turned them away? We work extensively with the government of the countries they, uh, that they're being returned to to make sure that they are returned in a safe, human, a humane, compassionate way and that they are actually reunited with their parents in their home country. Have you received any reports of any of those children that you've turned away no, having been exposed I, not seen, to any type of abuse? I've not or seen harm? any report. Are you, have you been told of any reports of that? I've not been told of any specific child that under the CDC order that we returned to their country of origin that was a victim of abuse. And my last question on this point, how many of those children have been reunified with their family? We would have to work with the government that we returned them to to get that information. The governments would have that information. We don't track that information. Is there a reason you don't track that information if you are concerned we about... Their, their safety after you, you turn them away? Because we rely on the, the country of origin for them to reunite them with their family. I'd ask that you consider putting in place a policy where you do track whether those children are actually re reunified with their families once you turn them away. We can look at that, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Hey, Senator Harris. Uh, Mr. Morgan, again, thank you. Thank the men and women that work in your agency. Uh, and that is the end of that video. Okay. What did you think of that? What are your reactions to witnessing that? It sounds uh, like a lot of foul play, I guess. Uh, it sounded like uh, everything was basically uh, not being answered. Or, or uh, I heard her mention 97% of those complaints. Uh, nothing, no action at all was done. So basically, like these things are happening all of our play and they're not trying to resolve it or solve it at all. And how was the experience of watching her in action on the job? Uh, what was the experience like? Have you had the experience of seeing her uh, grill somebody like that before? No, never no. What did you think? liked it would yeah. you does it make you want to either see what happened before or what comes next I would actually want to see what actually comes after what did you feel better informed about either as it relates to Congress in general or the specific issues or, or Senator Harris now our vice president I guess I, best, I, I felt more informed about what exactly is going on um, alongside the border um, and what these guys are doing um, it sounds kind of like the the police department 
people, but yet uh, the the police station or the the state uh, they're really not doing anything. They're not they're not trying. They're they're protecting these people that are doing the wrong. And what about the fact that Border Patrol was at the protests uh, of American protesters, which is how she opened her line of questioning? It seemed like they they were expecting a, a lot of negative and. They wanted those guys there to maybe intimidate the protesters. So after being able to witness a committee appearance entirely and unedited with your own eyes, has it changed any of your feelings about Congress, either how much you want to engage with it further or attitudes you had to it before? Uh, it definitely did. I would say seeing um, Congress, uh, her being a representative of Congress, want to be more into it to see exactly what they're doing on our behalf. Um, I appreciate her looking into that, and I would hope that all of Congress is doing the same. So how would you use this app to further your understanding and to maybe feed a, a whetted appetite to understand more? I would, I would keep, uh, I guess, checking up on it to, to see. I would like to see what the outcome of all of this, I would go to the app and have that direct link to see. This is a committee appearance, and this is what they're like. Aren't they dramatic? <laughs> Very. Was it entertaining? Was it engaging to you? Did it you? Was definitely engaging. It kept it kept um, it kept my attention. I definitely I definitely wanted to hear into it more. Um, it was unbelievable. It was ridiculous to hear all of those things that was uh, brought out. The, mis the mistreatment and the, the lady, the miscarriage and the turning away of the kids. Are you surprised to learn about it? Yeah, I'm very surprised to learn about it, yeah. So do you think this platform would help give you access to things that you feel you should know? I definitely will, yeah. It definitely would. Do you know who your representatives are in Congress, who your senators and your House representative are? No, not, no I don't. And this app would make it really easy. Uh, you would just put in your zip code, and then you would have every appearance of your representatives. Right, yeah, that would, help, that would definitely help me to get to know who they are and what they're about. One thing I know about you, Carlton, is that you have an interest in theater. Is that right? Correct, yeah. Can you tell me how viewing this relates to watching theater, if at all? Basically, people like to look at these type of things. I would say it relates as in when you're in a play and you're looking at two people have a conversation, a discussion, you're trying to basically see both sides, of, uh, both parties. So I would say it relates in, in the sense of, of that, like you're, you're trying to understand both. You're listening, you're watching. Um, in a way, I would say it relates in when he was uh, asked certain questions, you, you could tell the amount of pressure that he was under and even when he tried to show that he was concerned at the uh, proof of him not knowing about the children and uh, they're getting reunited with their family, that, that showed that he really wasn't as interested as he said he was. And do you think you would have been able to discern that if you were reading a transcript? No, definitely not. So this opportunity gave you a lot of information just in these 10 minutes. Definitely a lot of information. How would you use this platform if it became available and included your representatives? 
I really appreciate you taking the time to check out this platform and to talk with us and to share the experience. Yeah, well, I, I hope that it, it does uh, it does get out there and, and the word is spread. It'll be good to have uh, that at hand. It'll be cool. Thank you. I think so too.